Well, hi there, folks. Welcome to the program brought to you, of course, by Midas Gold Group, MidasGoldGroup.com. Now is the time to put your money into precious metals if there ever was one. 855-322-GOLD. That's the number to call them. Privacy, safety, security, you name it. We're so grateful for their sponsorship. Um, Hey, I want to talk today about President Trump and what's going on with him. Uh, You know, they are now claiming, they being the left, that President Trump is some kind of a dictator, which it's amazing what the Democrats do is they literally throw everything at their opponents that they practice and preach. The Democrats are the ones who act like dictators. When you think about the mandates, when you when you think about government overreach, when you think about forcing you into compliance and submission, these are all dictator actions um, that are being played out by those on the left, certainly not President Trump. And if President Trump was a dictator, um, he didn't do a very good job of it because we could have gotten a lot more done uh, when he was president. Not that I want him to be a dictator. Then last night he jokes that, yes, on the first day of office, he will be a dictator. He joked with Sean Hannity. Um, the left runs with this now as well, saying, oh, look, this proves he's a fascist. Give me a break. We're going to break down all of this today, and uh, I urge you to stick with me. Stinchfield starts right now. Uncensored and unapologetic. This is Stinchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stinchfield. All right, folks, great to be along with you. Don't forget GrantStinchfield.com, GrantStinchfield.com. That is the uh, website. Find Everything you need there to watch the program, listen to the program on the podcast, and, of course, social media links. Subscribe. Subscribe to the email list. You name it. Everything is at GrantStinchfield.com. All right. So over and over again, we are seeing this idea that President Trump is a dictator and a second term will be dangerous for America. Dangerous for America. A second term of Joe Biden will be dangerous for America. Uh, They're saying President Trump is more radical than ever before. Um, I want you to to listen to the likes of MSNBC. This is Ann Applebaum uh, talking about President Trump. Listen. I think that the Republican officials who understand Trump, who worked with Trump, um, his cabinet officers, you know, his national security advisors who know exactly how dangerous he is, should uh, you know, begin to campaign now. They should go around the country. They should speak as a group. They should say, here's what the stakes are. You know, here's what this man does. So she wants former staffers of President Trump to go warn America that he's dangerous? The only staffers that would do that are those staffers that have turned their back on President Trump for their own hide and to save their own hide. Every staffer I know that works for President Trump, when you look at Cash Patel, when you look at Steve Bannon, when you look at Sebastian Gorka, uh, so many others on the list, when you look at Mark Morgan and Tom Homan, um, these are all guys that believe in President Trump, believe firmly in what a second presidency would do for America. They're not going to go around and warn anybody of President Trump. The only ones are going to warn are Democrats. You're going to be put on notice 
when we get back in office? Um, you know, clearly the Republican, um, you know, the Republican opposition should unite around one candidate, you know, probably at this point, Nikki Haley. Um, if Nikki Haley were to lose, she should also think about running as a third party candidate to split the vote. I mean, people need to begin to think seriously, how do we stop this? How do we prevent him from winning? How do we communicate the danger to the American people? You see what she's doing? Recruiting Nikki Haley to run as a third-party candidate to split the vote away from President Trump. Right now, it looks like it's pretty clear that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is going to take votes away from Joe Biden, not Donald Trump. Sure, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is a pro-free speech guy, and and he's an anti-vaxxer, all positives, but this guy's anti-Second Amendment, he's anti-gun, he wants climate change, uh, deniers put in jail. That was his words, not mine. He's he's uh, pro-abortion. He just does shuns his turns his back on right to lifers. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is not going to take any votes from President Trump, so she wants Nikki Haley to jump in and run. But my biggest fear is the rhetoric about President Trump being a dictator. See what they are doing, or they are painting him as so evil and so bad that. The only way to stop him is to take him out. And they can't take him out with the courts. They can't take him out with rogue prosecutors. They can't take him out with rogue judges or rogue federal agents. They can't take him out even by imprisoning him. They know he's still going to win the race. The only way they can take him out is to kill him, to assassinate him. Liz Cheney joins the likes of Democrats by quietly pushing this idea that President Trump is so dangerous you might as well kill the man. Listen to her. But but he's enabled and and uh, appeased um, and collaborated with by people who know better in in leadership in the Republican Party today. And and that's partly what makes him so so dangerous. Right. uh, As people have been willing to look the other way and and go along even when they know know that's wrong. Now, let me tell you something about myself. I feel so blessed that I've gotten to know President Trump on a personal level. Not as well as as some of my other friends like Sebastian Gorka and Cash Patel and, and those people that work intimately with him, but I've gotten to know him. President Trump is not a danger to anyone but tyranny. That's what he's a danger to. President Trump is a danger to the deep state, to the career bureaucrats, to what I call the Washington sewer. Yeah, President Trump's a danger to them because he wants to upend business as usual in Washington, return government back to the people. This man is an upbeat man. He loves America. Unlike a guy like Joe Biden, who I don't, (coughs) excuse me, I don't think Joe Biden hates America like Barack Obama hates America, but I think Joe Biden is willing to sell himself out, sell his family out, sell the office of the presidency out simply for a buck over America. He likes a dollar far more than he likes this country, which then makes Joe Biden a danger to America. These are the real dangers to this country, not President Trump. But they flock to Liz Cheney. And and the reason they put Liz Cheney on is they make excuses for this. And don't think that the media loves Liz Cheney. The media doesn't like Liz Cheney. She's a useful pawn for them. She's being used by them, but she's happily being used by them because she so despises President Trump and what he stands for. Remember, Liz Cheney wants to call Donald Trump a dictator when Liz Cheney's own father, Dick Cheney, 
I mean, many people have called him a war criminal, the Bush Cheney War Institute. I mean, this is a guy who instituted a spying program on American citizens that is unimaginable. You want to talk about dictator style? Just look at the Bush Cheney years. And it saddens me to say that because I once was a fan of George W. Bush. But they go to Liz Cheney because now she says, maybe I'll run for president. First off, Liz Cheney is despised by everybody. She's not liked by, certainly not by Make America Great Again conservatives. She's not even liked by rhinos. And she's not even liked by Democrats because she, the only thing she has in common with Democrats is that she hates President Trump. But here she is because she says she's going to run for president, a possibility. They'll march her out in front of everybody. And she goes, if you were a Republican, a real Republican, you go on MSNBC and, and CNN to push your nonsense. Peaceful transfer of power in the United States. And all of a sudden it occurred to me, my God, maybe they won't be able to say the same thing. And, and that is why it's so fundamentally important that we, we ensure Democrats, independents, Republicans, that we, we work together, we vote together, we make clear that Donald Trump is not an acceptable alternative. He is not the lesser of two evils. He is a completely unfit man for office. He's already shown us what he would do, and he can never be near the Oval Office again. So- Bingo. So the reason why I play this nonsensical idiocy is because she just said it. She just said it out loud. President Trump can never be near the Oval Office again. That means kill the man. You're not going to get him in the courts. You're not going to imprison him. You're not going to stop him. He's on on a freight train straight to the Oval Office. Kill him, she says. Now, she'll claim she didn't say that. They went to Ted Nugent's house, the Secret Service, for saying less than this about Barack Obama. They're going to show up on Liz Cheney's doorstep. What did you mean by all of this? They should. I'm not convinced that they will. Uh, This is the problem. So, um, folks, we're going to get more into more of this. uh, But I want to tell you before we do about my friends over at Defender Gear. So uh, Defender Gear, they make this shirt. See the shirt? Free. It's got the blue line. There's a flag on the shoulder supporting police, uh, first responders who make our country free. These are the types of shirts you're going to get when you walk around the gym or you walk around uh, out by the pool or wherever you might be and you have free on your shirt. Everybody knows where you stand. Defender gear is literally about a team. It is about being part of a group that believes in the things that we believe in and that are bold about it and that are willing to stand up and wear a shirt that says free in the face of all kinds of lunacy. In fact, it sparks conversation. I'm happy to talk to anybody. This is why I wear Defender Gear stuff. Grant15 is the promo code I want you to use for 15% off. Defender-gear.com forward slash grant. Defender-gear.com forward slash grant. That's the website I want you to go to uh, for your Defender Gear. Be part of the team. Get Defender Gear. Uh, these are great patriots behind this stuff, and all the shirts are very cool. I've been wearing them on the podcast. Uh, you can go back and, and look at most of the podcasts. I got a Defender Gear shirt on. Happy they're sponsors. Thank you so much. Defender-gear.com forward slash grant. Use promo code grant15. All right, so I told you I would dive into this even more. And I want to be clear, the reason why I play the likes of Liz Cheney 
is because you need to see and hear their talking points so you can respond to your friends, coworkers when they're bringing this nonsense off up. So you can hear them firsthand. Here she is again. Of my kids. And, you know, there was a moment right after uh, January 6th where I was having dinner with my husband and, and our two youngest kids um, who happened to be our sons. And, and I looked at my sons across the dinner table and, and I had this realization, you know, I grew up in a country where I didn't have to wonder if we were going to have a peaceful transfer of power in mm-hmm. the United States. And all of a sudden it occurred to me, my God, maybe they won't be able to say the same thing. Give me a break. When you look at all the controversy that surrounded the last election, all of the fraud, all of the evidence of a stolen election, President Trump still gave up the office peacefully. And don't bring up to me January 6th. There was nothing wrong with January 6th except what happened on the West Terrace. And even then, on the West Terrace, it was Trump supporters who were beaten to death by police, fired upon with pepper spray and, and, and less than lethal rubber bullets. It was Capitol Police that initiated this attack. I've gone through this over and over again. And January 6th is not, and I know all of you know this, is not what the mainstream media and Liz Cheney make it out to be. It's all a giant lie. But this is what they do. They lie about this stuff. And, and the sad reality is most of the American people agree uh, with it. This idea that he will not concede the election. He's already conceded elections, even ones he didn't lose, like the last time around. This Charles Sykes goes down this road. And apparently they don't want to pay any attention to the past would have very, very few constraints, uh, either constitutionally or politically. And Donald Trump has made it clear that, number one, he will never acknowledge actual defeat. There's no scenario in which he is going to graciously concede losing the 2024 election. Did Hillary Clinton graciously accept defeat? No, she said it was stolen. Did Stacey Abrams, the, the, the failed gubernatorial candidate in Georgia, accept defeat? No, she still thinks she won the election over Brian Kemp. So people who lose often do not accept defeat. The only difference here is that President Trump has a real reason not to accept defeat because the election was stolen from him. These comments are what stopped me from being on YouTube and in many respects, Facebook as well. So here we are on Rumble and Getter. And if you're watching live, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, and uh, please hit like on the video and, and share it far and wide. We'll continue this Charles Sykes character. He's already said that he would support suspending or terminating elements of the Constitution that would keep him out of office. So, you know, what what uh, Liz Cheney is doing, though, is raising the stakes for fellow for her fellow Republicans, understanding exactly what it is you are doing. One after another, they are falling in the line behind Donald Trump. And Liz Cheney is out there saying, do you understand what that means, what you are buying in for? But, uh, but she's completely right. Anyone who thinks that a Republican House or a Republican Senate would serve as any sort of a break or a guardrail on the excesses of a Trump presidency, I, 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 I think is beyond... I I can't take listening to idiots. And MSNBC gives these people a platform. And again, 
in some respects, I apologize for you that I've got to go through all this and play it and make you listen to this. I go through the MSNBCs and CNNs of the world so you don't have to, okay? But I bring this to you to show you what we're up against. This is the kind of nonsensical, it's not even reasoning, it's propaganda, that is being spewed out to the masses. And the masses are ending up believing it, folks. That's the reality of this. So if it weren't for people like my buddy Sebastian Gorka and Charlie Kirk and Steve Bannon, who are on my Real America's Voice uh, outlet, well, I guess Dr. G is is not, but um, guys like John Solomon, if it was not for all of us together calling this out, there'd be nobody pushing back. And then you know what adds to the to the to the pushback? is you. You guys are the secret sauce. In many respects, what they are so afraid of the left isn't even President Trump. It's who's behind President Trump. That's you. They're afraid of the masses. They're afraid of the movement. They're afraid of the truth. The truth is what they despise the most because they know if the truth starts to get out, the people that are so-called in the middle, the uninformed uh, voters, uninformed voters, we'll start to come to our side because the left side just doesn't make sense. David Frum writes for The Atlantic, a uh, left-wing rag, and uh, this is what he has to say about all of this. What does he do when he finishes his inaugural address and goes back to the White House at uh, 12.05 or 12.10, skips the parade, he's bored? His very first priority is going to be to bust up the legal system of the United States because if he doesn't, he probably goes to prison. So that's priority one, wrecking the legal system of the United States. Wrecking the legal system of the United States will be priority one for Donald Trump? First off, priority number one for Donald Trump, and this is what I want him to do. I want him to go into the Oval Office. I want him to pardon himself of of any and all crimes. Not that he committed any, but pardon himself. I want him to pardon all of his family members of any and all crimes, not that they committed anybody, but I want to pardon them just to trigger the left and protect good God-fearing patriots like Don Jr. and, and, and Eric and the others. That's what I want him to do as soon as he goes in. The left will go ballistic. But when you talk about upending the legal system in America, what has the left done? They have turned the FBI into the Democrat secret police. They have fabricated and concocted evidence against President Trump. They persecute President Trump on a classified documents case when they should be going after Joe Biden on that classified documents case, but they let Joe Biden slide on that. All the while, while Joe Biden is actually on the take from foreign entities and everything related to so-called Russian collusion with President Trump had proven to be false. You want to talk about weaponizing a justice system. It's been weaponized against us. And then there's the everyday people, you and me and the J6ers and the D.C. Gulag, hundreds of individuals that are facing charges for trespassing the people's house. Weaponizing a justice system, upending judicial System as we know it in America, that's what the Democrats have done. Yet this David Frum wants to say, that's what Donald Trump will do. Come Nixon on. Nixon lost the presidency because he was accused, because evidence emerged, that he had tried to use the power of the United States to stop a criminal investigation. Well, but Nixon had done that secretly. We only knew about it. Oh, shut up. Another one I can't take anymore. Sometimes I play too much. So here's the thing. 
covering up an investigation. Again, what did the Biden White House do? What did the Obama White House do? They covered for Joe Biden every step of the way. The Hunter laptop being at the top of the list here. We just heard Christopher Ray yesterday testify about the Hunter Biden laptop. Oh, we weren't going to weigh in on it because it's an ongoing investigation. No, it was a cover-up. You were certainly willing to weigh in on anything against President Trump. The FBI was certainly willing to leak anything negative about President Trump. But, man, tighter than a frog's ass when it comes to leaks relating any kind of Biden investigation. And any Biden investigation was bogus anyway. They weren't investigating Joe Biden. So uh, here is... CNN claiming that we're going to get a radicalized Trump. I can't wait to comment on this because I love a radicalized Trump. The uh, bureaucratic jobs with some people who are more supportive of Trump, but it also goes to expanding military powers for immigration and most importantly, just the general expansion of executive power. This is a president who's really pushing to really unify power in the executive branch and really go at the kind of checks and balances that have grounded American democracy for a long time. So although it kind of feels like a stale uh, presidential race that might feature Biden versus Trump again, I think that's a mistake. This is a different Donald Trump. This is a radicalized Donald Trump. A radicalized Donald Trump. Radicalized. See, this is what's so amazing to me about the left. To them, radical is supporting the Constitution. To them, radical is owning a firearm to protect yourself and your family. To them, radical is being bold and standing up and talking about conservative values and principles. To them, radical is capitalism. Capitalism is radical to them. Entrepreneurship, radical. The idea of opportunity is radical to a Democrat because Democrats don't want the people to have opportunity. They want you under the thumb of government. They want you solely reliant on government. A radical idea to a Democrat is religion and God. If you're beholden to a higher power, well, then you're not beholden to them and government. These are radical ideas. Radical ideas, by the way, that Donald Trump supports. Radical ideas that I support. If you call all of those things radical, well, then I'm radicalized, baby. You better believe it. All right, folks, let me tell you, uh, and I'm going to get into more of this, and I want to talk about some transgender issues, too. This hearing yesterday with Riley Gaines was really fabulous to uh, to look at. But let me tell you, folks, about my friends over at Midas Gold Group. Midas Gold Group is where I want you to go right now when we talk about what's going on in government, the war on President Trump, the war on all of you, IRS agents, more of them now being dispatched to persecute good, God-fearing Americans. Um why not put your money into a physical asset like gold? Gold you can hold. I say bury it in your backyard. Hide it in your grandma's attic. Put it in your gun safe. But store it. Hoard it. Keep it. Collect it. Because it's there in times of an emergency where cash may not be. You know, if we have a, a massive power outage, if we have an emergency situation and you can't get your hands on credit card systems go down, who knows what happens? Gold has stood the test of time. Uh, you will have uh, you will have some safety and security, most certainly with gold in your portfolio. So, <coughs> so again, call eight five five three two two gold eight five five three two two gold midasgoldgroup.com midasgoldgroup.com. They can help you. They're veteran owned. Here's the great thing: I know these guys and I trust these guys. A lot of gold companies out there. Again, I know them all personally over at Midas Gold Group. So, give them a call. They can help you. All right. As we continue the hit parade of the attacks on President Trump, the idea that they want President Trump killed, 
Uh, this is Adam Schiff talking about this. Lee, uh, there's real method to Donald Trump's madness, uh, and it's not a playbook that he created. Uh, it's one that has been used, I think, by autocrats uh, the world over and for a long time. Uh, and that is accuse your opponents of what you do. Uh, you know, Donald Trump's argument is really not that he's not corrupt or that he's not a liar. Rather, his argument is everyone is corrupt. Everyone are liars. Mm -hmm. But I'm your crook. I'm your liar. Uh, you should be with me. Uh, and it's not just Donald Trump using this playbook. Uh, it's also Republicans in Congress. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump gets impeached on a legitimate basis twice. A legitimate basis? Everything he was impeached on had proven to be false. Everything. This man is the one that needs criminal charges against him for lying to the American people for betraying the trust of the American people. And now he's running for United States Senate in California and may just win Adam Schiff back. He's a giant blowhard. And the fact that he's willing to lie to the American people like this is proof of what I'm telling you. These people cannot be trusted at all. And so um, uh, this is going back to this other clown on CNN. Talking about Trump getting revenge. I want you to I want you to listen to this. And Lord, to that effect, to what extent do you think voters are focused on who he is versus what Donald Trump would do as president? Well, I think that the Republican base is very much focused on who he is, but but also what he would do, which is that Trump has made uh, made it very clear since the beginning of this campaign when he launched his reelection bid that he this was all about retribution. This was all about him getting revenge on his perceived political enemies. I do think that voters are paying attention to that. They were in many respects on the most basic level. You can call it retribution and revenge. Remember when President Trump walked out when he was charged with one of those crimes? I can't even remember which one now. He's been charged with so many crimes. And he said, I am your retribution. That is what we wanted to hear. But it's not about getting revenge for revenge's sake. It's about having those who perpetrated crimes against America and against President Trump pay for those crimes. That's not revenge. That's simply punishment. That's called paying for the crimes you committed. OK, that's what criminals are supposed to do. Doesn't happen all that often in America today, especially in blue cities across America. Criminals escape scot-free. But under a new Trump presidency, I would most certainly like him to go after those who engaged in these crimes, these betrayal of America, the betrayal of the Constitution, making up lies to go after President Trump and steal an election. People need to pay for that. So they want the left to say, oh, no, they're going to come after me. President Trump's not going to come after the everyday Democrat like, like Democrats have come after the everyday Republican. We don't operate like that. Because I actually feel sorry for the everyday Democrats. See, Democrat leadership despise you and me. They hate us. They give us a lot of credit. They know we're dangerous because they know we're smart. They know we're armed. And they know we're passionate about the Constitution, and we know how it works. That, to, to the Democrat leader, makes us a danger. 
I don't despise Democrats out there. I feel sorry for them. I feel like they've been duped. They don't know it. It's why I call them blind liberal zombies. It's not their fault that they're zombies. They were raised that way in many respects. They have an inability to critically think. They don't think they're allowed to critically think, so they follow their leaders. I have, I have great compassion and sorrow for the everyday Democrat, who I don't have compassion and sorrow for the Democrat leadership that leads the blind liberal zombies down this path into an abyss of despair where all they can do is look for government for help. The Democrat leadership, those are the ones that, that I despise because they want to destroy America as we know it. It's become clear to me as I watch it unfold. They most certainly want America destroyed. And it's up to us to not let that happen. And we need to overwhelm the voting booth. I am not convinced... I am not convinced that our election system is secure as it needs to be. I'm being told over and over again, we got lots of people watching. I don't, well, I want people watching, but I'm more concerned about what they can do (coughs) inside the places where they're not watching. The mail-in ballots. You can watch all you want. If you have fraudulent ballots coming in, you're not going to know they're mail-in ballots. They steal it again. But it doesn't mean we don't go vote. Of course we do. We've got to overwhelm with so many votes that they can't keep up with the fraud. And uh, so that's what we need to do. I'm just looking at some of the comments. And uh, some of these are outraged. I'm not even going to read them. Um, all right. As we continue here, folks, um, I want to tell you uh, just a little bit about my friends over at Patriot Mobile, and then I'm going to talk some transgender issues. 972-PATRIOT is the number I want you to call. Talk about a parallel economy. Talk about being part of a team. I have a Patriot Mobile phone. I love my Patriot Mobile phone. Uh, It is a a fabulous, fabulous phone. The service is great, and they have a performance guarantee that is literally unlike any other performance guarantee out there because you can switch between the different networks. Can't do that in another cell phone company. Uh, But you don't get the woke causes. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. So here's what I want you to do. Give yourself a Christmas present. Go to PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. 972-PATRIOT. Use the promo code grant for free activation and you'll get a great savings. And you'll know you'll be pushing the country in the right direction. While some of your money that goes to Patriot Mobile will go to support Second Amendment, Sanctity of Life, uh, right to free speech, religious liberty, all of these things. That's what Patriot Mobile embraces. Again, patriotmobile.com forward slash grant. Use the promo code grant for free activation. All right, yesterday uh, there was this Riley Gaines um, transgender hearing in Congress, and uh, <coughs> it got a little, uh, well, let's just say heated, okay? This is uh, Chairman, uh, Chairwoman McLean, and what she talked about, what's going on in women's sports with men trying to inject themselves into women's sports was spot on. And, and I loved what she had to say. Take a listen. What have we lost our minds? I sat here and listened to every, every label imaginable. I, I am here to protect women, girls. My God, why do I have to apologize for that? We spent decades trying to protect women. And you know what? 
We won. We won. So I will not apologize now or ever for trying to protect my daughters and women in sports. And that's what this hearing was about, protecting women. So you know what? I am a woman, and let me tell you, hear me roar, because I will not stop protecting women. You want to know why? Because we have rights, too. Women have rights, too. And our daughters have rights, too. Let me be explicitly clear on that. And I will never stop protecting our daughters. I will never stop protecting women. That is my job as a mother, and it is the right thing to do. Amen to that. Chairwoman McLean. Laying it out because it isn't fair. I don't need to tell you. I know I'm preaching to the choir. I, I think maybe even more shocking is we're at a point where we have to explain to those on the left that men have an advantage over women in women's sports and that it's not fair to the young ladies that have trained so hard to get to a competition only to go up against a man who's going to beat them. That's not women's sports. Like, where is the disconnect from those on the left? But it's there. This is Representative Summer Lee basically calling Riley Gaines out, the great swimmer who's been a vocal opponent of transgenders in sports. In terms of mental health, studies show that participating in youth sports is associated with lower rates of anxiety and depression, lower amounts of stress. She's arguing about why boys should, should play girls' sports. Higher self-esteem and confidence. Women must stop. Inclusion cannot be prioritized over safety and fairness. And Ranking Member Lee, if my testimony makes me transphobic, then I believe your opening monologue makes you a misogynist. Thank you. So that, folks, was Riley Gaines saying, you're going to call me transphobic, which Summer Lee did. Then I'm going to call you a misogynist. Well... That didn't sit well with Summer Lee. She goes down this path. You know, I've spent a um, decent amount of my time here in Congress. Oh, excuse me. That is Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. We'll get back to that. This is, this is Summer Thank Lee. Thank you, uh, Ms. Gaines. I now recognize Ms. Perry for her opening statements. Good afternoon, Chairman McLean. She's not going to get through the opening And statements. distinguished members of the subcommittee. Watch what happens. My name is Sarah Parshall Perry. I am a senior legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation. As a former varsity athlete, the mother of a girls' varsity Summer athlete, Lee and former senior counsel for civil rights at the Department of Education, I have, as the saying goes, uh, Madam Chair, excuse me, I move to have uh, the gentlewoman's words taken down. So, what she wants is to have Riley Gaines's words stricken from the record that she called Summer Lee misogynistic. But Summer Lee literally called Riley Gaines transphobic. So what's the difference? So a sitting member of Congress can call you names, but you can't call them back. Now, the truth shall set you free. Riley Gaines is correct when she calls Miss Lee misogynistic. And Miss Lee is not correct when she calls Riley Gaines transphobic. I don't think Riley Gaines cares a rat's you-know-what about someone who's transphobic. She just doesn't want to compete against them because it's not fair. So then this unfolds. The committee will suspend. Now, what's interesting here, folks, is this is Washington at play. What you will see here is Summer Lee, 
will end up being surrounded by staffers. The staffers will come engaging in personalities, engaging in personalities. Can I just ask how it's fair to be called transphobic? There's a thing. I would say men disguising themselves as women are engaging in personalities. Thank you, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Order, order. Let's let's get a ruling. The chair. Now, if you're not watching this, okay, I'm going to pause it because if you're just listening. Three staffers surround Summer Lee, the congresswoman. They're whispering in her ear. They're doing all this stuff. She is literally taking direction from bureaucrats. Look, I don't agree with what you said, but if you're such an idiot that you think you want to strike that from the record, then stand firm for it, all right? At least stand up to your convictions. Don't let congressional staffers run over you, but they do, and they have her withdraw her motion for this. Here it comes. As they whisper, whisper, whisper. It's just unbelievable to watch because this is Washington at its worst. Bureaucrats calling the shots for sitting members of Congress. She's listening to them, listening to them. This goes on. And soon she's about to say she's going to strike it. Here we go. And. Okay, I move to withdraw the point of order. Thank you. Unbelievable. All that for removing the point of order because the staffer said this is going to make you look really bad. Well, instead, it gets coverage on a podcast like this and probably so many others. So that's what we're up against. And and then, of course, uh, there's this one, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who's just so out of line when it comes to this stuff. Sitting through panels and hearings of men attempting to restrict the rights of women and telling us that it's for our own good. Um, But I want to dive a little bit more deeply into why this issue targeting trans women in sports is particularly problematic, not just for trans girls, but for all of us. Targeting trans women. No, I would say the trans women targeted women to kick their butts in sports. That is not fair. How does Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez not see it? The reality is she may be so dumb she doesn't see it. Many of these Democrat leaders do see it. But again, they want to blur the lines between men and women. They want men out of society. And they'll destroy anybody in their path to make that happen. We're here today because there's a proposal here, and there are several proposals here, uh, to further marginalize trans women in sports. And I think about this all the time because trans people in the United States doesn't even exceed 1% of our population. And yet there is so many resources and energy and time dedicated to figuring out how we can more finely exclude them. No, 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 no. It's the opposite, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. It's less than 1% of the population are trans, and I believe a lot less than that. You have more and more people becoming trans because the media is glorifying it in some whack job fashion. But it's less than 1%. The media and those on the left are making it the issue of our time. And in many respects, we buy into it. But we buy into it because we want to protect women and we want to protect men as well. And traditional roles. There's nothing wrong with traditional roles. 
left will vilify me for that, but I believe in the difference between man and woman, and I believe in gender roles, and I believe in respect for all human beings, and it is totally disrespectful for a man to go compete in a woman's sport and think that somehow that's fair. All right, folks, uh, Christmas is coming. I would love, love, love for you to go visit my friends over at MyPillow, MyPillow.com forward slash Grant, MyPillow.com forward slash Grant. Use the promo code Grant for big savings on all the products. You got the Giza sheets. You got the slippers that I wear all the time. I love them. I got them for my parents last Christmas. Uh, You have the pillows, of course, towels, you name it. There's so many products that literally all you would have to do is go to MyPillow.com forward slash Grant and you could do all your Christmas shopping right there. And I urge you to do that. Use the promo code Grant for big, big savings. Lots of deep discounts on a lot of these products. And Lord knows, talk about a guy who could use your help. Mike Lindell is under attack. MyPillow.com forward slash Grant. Pay him a visit. All right, folks, that is going to do it for Stinchfield today. I will see you on the Real America's Voice show tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Don't forget to visit the website, grantstinchfield.com, grantstinchfield.com. Visit the website. Why? So you can sign up for the email list. You get all the links to the social media. You can watch the videos there, listen to the podcast. Please subscribe to it all. Helps us keep Stinchfield's army rolling, which it does. Thanks to all of you. Thanks, folks. We'll see you here soon.